be really passionate about what you're doing or just get good at business and you'll find that motivation. Just keep plugging away. You know, batters go up to bat and they hit the ball three out of 10 times to get a 300 batting average. But that's huge. That's a really good average. You got to keep going to bat and you got to keep trying and you have to be open to adjusting things. And uh, that's where I found my success. Welcome to Star of the Doubt. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Joining us today is my good friend, Matt Pete from repeatvideos.com. Hey, Matt. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Now, Matt, you worked with us on the podcast cruise that we did back in November, and you and Alyssa uh, came on the cruise and did an outstanding job on the video. People can check that out over at podcastcruise.com. But Matt, real quick, just uh, kind of tell us a little bit about what you do. We shoot videos, and our big selling point is the quick turnaround time. Mm-hmm. We started out with doing a lot of weddings, and we do what's called a same-day edit, where we shoot the wedding, and we show the video at the reception. So we have a projector, a screen, a speaker. We set up everything at the reception, and we show them their highlight video before they even leave their wedding. So it kind of added added to the reception, but we kind of want to see if we could bring that to the entrepreneurial space a little bit with conferences and events. So that's what led me to uh, reach out, and that's how I ended up on Podcast Cruise. And we shot that video there and showed it on the cruise ship. You did, actually. And I'm glad you brought that up. We're going to introduce our guests here in just a moment. But you did you did do hours and hours and hours and hours of video that week. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's our last meeting. It's on you know that last day. And you bust out this you know three, four minute video that's highly produced. And it was all the summary of that week. And nobody saw that coming. And it was like total wow factor. So good for you, man. Yeah, for sure. All right. So Matt is joining us today. But our real guest, uh, not that Matt's not a real guest. He is a real guest, but he's our co-host. Our real guest is uh, actually not a stranger to the show, Matt. He's been on the show before. And not only has he been on the show, but his episode, when I look back at the analytics from last year and I see what were the top episodes, his episode is one of the top three episodes of the whole catalog from the entire, you know, last year. So we're privileged to bring back today John Kenny. Uh, You can find out more about John at johnnyk.me. That's where he has his great podcast. That's the uh, Johnny K Show. And then uh, he also does, and this is going to ring a bell for people who've been listening for a long time, orlandodulingpiano.com. And that's what we talked about the last time that John was on the show. We talked about his dueling piano background and his business that he's created with that. And so, John, welcome back to the show. Hi, Jared. And hi, Matt. Nice to uh, talk to both you guys today. How's it going? <laughs> hey, it's good. Yeah. And, and so, John, we, we had the privilege of uh, chatting with you briefly before we hit record. And, and we we're having some um, some fun with your microphone. So let's just be honest. Let's have a moment of uh, of just uh, fessing up here and, and say what happened, man. Well, I haven't used my podcasting mic in a long time because I'm doing things a little bit different with my own podcast, recording directly under the iPhone. So right now I'm on Skype on iOS, and I'm just talking to you guys over the speakerphone right now. Hope it sounds okay. I think it sounds pretty good, and uh, but, but I like that you're flexible. It's like, okay, this didn't work. Uh, this other mic didn't work. So, hey, let's just hop on an app on my iPhone and then good enough. Well, I, I hope the content will be good uh, to overlook any audio issues that we may be having. <laughs> well, and if that's not the case, then uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. You got to figure out how to make things go, though. I mean, Jared, you've seen me live. So, like, if there's an audio glitch in the system or something, you got to figure out a, a, a way to make it work. You know, the show must go on. So let's do it, man. Well, earlier I talked about how Matt and I had the chance to hang out on a ship. In that case, it was a cruise ship. 
but I've also had an opportunity to hang out with you, John, on a ship. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Is, can you really call that a ship? I guess so. Uh, you know, ship. it's it's a, it's a floating vessel. It's a uh, it was a dinner yacht. It was a, a three level boat with a dining room, a bar area, and uh, a party deck. And God, that was one of the hardest days I've ever worked in my business. But we were down there in Fort Lauderdale. Me and my pal Rob Volpe, uh, one of the guys that works with me the most on these gigs. So you got a chance to meet Rob. And, uh, of course, we invited you down. You made it there with five minutes to spare, I think. Like People were getting on the boat, and you were parking the car. I didn't think I was going to make it. They are about to set sail, but you made it. So I was really happy about that. Um, yeah, man, we had a good time. We, we were performing for Thompson Reuters, and uh, they were they had their uh, you know annual party that they uh, – I don't know if it's the end of the fiscal year or whatever, but they decided to get everybody together. And we played pianos for four hours on a, uh, on a dinner boat, basically, moving up and down the canal there in fort lauderdale it was a lot of fun it's really really unique experience but i mean we had to carry all that equipment three levels to the top of that party deck and it was raining when it happened too so well some of the listeners may remember a few months ago when the moon was just blood red and that happened to be one of those nights so we're out on the uh yeah on the intercoastal in the waterway there and you're doing your thing you're jamming out on the dueling pianos People are dancing, people are having a good time in this blood red moon with the skyline of Fort Lauderdale. It's something I'll never forget, John. It was that was an incredible opportunity. I appreciate you inviting me. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And it was really nice to be able to hang out together. We don't get that opportunity too often because even though we live in Florida, we live several hours away from each other and uh, you know, life is life. We're all busy, we're all doing our thing. All right, John. So for people that didn't hear that episode uh, over a year ago, when we got to talk about your business with Dueling Pianos, let's kind of catch those people up. Yeah, that was a year ago. Wow, I can't believe it. And it's top three. That's amazing to me. I I don't know what we talked about that would have made it sound so interesting. But I did go back and listen to it after you told me that it was up there, that it kept climbing in the ranks. So I hope I didn't listen to it enough to put it in the top three. Uh, yeah, you, you listen. all of those were your listens. You guys just got to get more downloads, more downloads, more downloads. No, I, I, we were talking about, uh, I was really stuck. You know, for years I had been learning from Internet Business Mastery. I'm good friends with Jason and Jeremy. Those guys over there are fantastic. They really have a strong passion for teaching people how to start their own business. Well, I had been working with them for several years and I kept striking out. I kept going to bat and striking out, going to bat, striking out. And uh, it was Vegas, I think, when uh, somebody saw me sit in in one of the piano bars out there. We were out there for a new media expo. They said, why don't you do something with dueling pianos? And I said, nah, I really want my business to be online. It had to be online to be successful or else it wasn't as successful. But in the meantime and part-time, I had been picking up some gigs that were not in the club that I was working at. You know, they were weddings, they were corporate parties, things like that, just here and there. And then talking to you, decided to move forward with it and make it a full-time business for myself, try to make it grow. And uh, because of some of the ideas that uh, you had shared with me and how I could do that, like you just, you showed me a new way of thinking that I just wasn't ready for, but I did it anyway. And uh, I took some of your advice. I did some of the things that you said to do. And went out, and over the course of the next few months, we we were able to drum up about another thirty grand in business and new sales over the next year. And since last year, Jared, that number actually went up to fifty grand. So it's uh, 
been doing remarkably well. Uh, it's been a big turning point. It's been a thing that can actually say, hey, I, uh, I'm about to quit my job. You know, I think I've got like six months left in my contract and I don't need to work for anybody else anymore. The business is going strong enough that uh, I'm confident that I can make it work now. And I've done over the past year, I've put together a lot of systems and a lot of resources to actually make it easier and make it convert better. And, and you know, it's been a growing and learning process, but you know, it started with the idea of hope and the idea of possibility. And that it started from meeting you. So yeah, you're ultimately responsible for my success. I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> uh, but, but some people heard you say the word contract and they don't know the backstory. So, so let's talk about the contract. What, what are you doing? Yeah. So uh, I actually work at Walt Disney World doing dueling pianos. And when you work at Disney, you sign a contract to work for a specific amount of time. And actually, this is a contracted employer of Disney. So it's not directly with Disney. So my contract's actually with them. And I've been there for seven years and I've got about six months left until that contract expires. And I'm no longer bound and obligated to remain an employee there. And they do that for two reasons. They do that to protect the business so that the business doesn't have to worry about not having enough employees. And they do it to protect the employees so that the employee doesn't have to worry about their job being in jeopardy, getting fired at any minute or getting laid off. That kind of thing doesn't happen. The contract protects both parties against that. And it just helps create a mutual relationship to grow the business and to keep everybody happy and making money, which has been really great. It's been really nice to have that job security after coming from Michigan, where I really didn't have very much job security back in you know 2008, 2009. So making that transition to come down here and to know that I was going to have a job for seven years, or I think it was three years the first one, and then I re-signed for four more years, just knowing that I didn't have to worry about where I was going to find my income was nice. But now that the tables have shifted a little bit. It's funny to hear you say seven years and you say, you know, back in 2008 in Michigan, I just think that, that wasn't that long ago, was it? <laughs> but it was that, six, that was. Eight years ago. Eight years ago. <laughs> That's crazy. 2008 man. was already eight years ago. It's 2016 now. It's hard to believe that it's been that long. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, the time goes by Love it. really fast. So while you've been doing this contracted position as a performer for uh, Disney World, doing dueling pianos, you've also on the side been building this business. A dueling piano business for corporate events, for weddings, for things of that nature. And you've now gotten it to a point where there's enough business coming in where as soon as this contract is done, you're ready to, to break away and just do that full time. Yeah, business has actually been good enough that I've been able to save enough money to live off of for at least three to six months, which is one of the things that I've been told is very important. I put that kind of savings aside if something were to happen to your job, you know you'd be covered for a little while. So that's what the business has done for me so far. It's actually given me enough money to stow away for a little while that if I did decide to quit my job and I didn't have any business coming in, I would be fine for six months. But in the past year, seeing what we've been able to build, I'm confident that would not even be an issue and that savings would continue to grow. So yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm ready to go all in. John, you've quickly become one of my friends that I can turn to and I can say, here's an idea. I'm trying to you know, kind of work this out and think through this. And you're able to say, we'll think about this. Here's what this other person did. And I, I found a lot of value in that. And so one of the reasons I brought Matt on today is I wanted Matt to kind of share a little bit about some of the stuff he's doing with the wedding industry and, and his videography stuff. And then, you know, and maybe you could give him some perspective, uh, your, your initial instincts, if there's thoughts on 
lead generation, something that's working for you that he could try. I was just hoping we could just kind of give you a moment to kind of share what I think is uh, something you're really strong in. That's, you know, helping people think through stuff. So, uh, Matt, if you're willing to, to kind of share a little bit about what you're doing and what, what you're looking to grow in in this next year, and then we'd love to hear John's perspective. Yeah, definitely. You know, last year was my first full year doing video production. I did better than expected, but, you know, I'm still not where I want to be. And the weddings, um, weddings are a huge part of my business. They're, you know, where most of my work, most of my money comes from. Mine too. But <laughs> really, yeah. So, so yeah. you understand that. So, but for me, it's, I have people calling me and contacting me from one way or another, but I can't find a way to consistently reach the people who are interested in what I want. You know, I've done Facebook ads. I signed up for wedding wire for six months and that didn't get me anywhere. And I'm just kind of throwing money at different things, just kind of see what sticks. And, you know, I was just wondering, how did you find what works for you and, you know, sell on that, you know, capitalize. Well, it's a really funny question because uh, what, years ago, the, the way Jared heard about me was I was mentioned on the Internet Business Mastery Podcast. We've talked about those guys, but they actually mentioned me on one of the shows because I was doing something called Dueling Piano School at the time. And we were teaching, it was me and a friend of mine, we were trying to teach new beginning dueling piano players how to do the gig and give them the tools and the tricks and the materials that they would need to put together a show. And uh, so that's actually how Jared found me. And uh, when I was doing that, I was talking to a friend of mine who happened to be a marketing grad, uh, what do you call it? He had a marketing degree and he was going into marketing. He actually works for one of the celebrity chefs around here, I forget his name, Emerald. He works for Emerald doing marketing. And I was talking to him. About, oh, well, you know, one of the celebrity chefs, Emerald. <laughs> I, I spaced his name for a second. Uh, no big deal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he was, I was asking him about a logo and he was saying, you know, your face is your logo. You don't need a fancy logo. You need your face. People will remember you. What, what he meant by that was people are going to remember you, not the name of your business or the logo that you put on your business. It's It's what you do. It's the relationship that you have with them. And so I would say like, uh, because of that, that, I mean, that set me off on a different mindset completely because I just thought, oh yeah, you just get a logo and you build a website and then you sit back and count the money coming in. That's not how it works at all. Uh, And you're on the phone (laughs) with one of the smartest guys who knows how to do this exact concept, but it's about building relationships with people and connecting with them. So what would happen to give like a real world example is somebody would come see me perform somewhere live love what we do because we made a connection with them in the audience. And then they would get a business card or they would give us a phone number and say, Hey, we'd, we'd like to hire you for this event or this wedding or something like that. And we would follow up with them and we would keep that relationship building. We would offer whatever we could to make it an easy process. Now I've been married twice. So going into the wedding business, I saw a lot of things the second time around after planning a much bigger wedding uh, destination wedding in Connecticut this was 2012, the entire process of planning a wedding and being in my client's shoes really opened up what was missing from things like entertainment. You know, what are some of the challenges that the brides and grooms are facing when they're planning out their wedding? And so I would hone in on some of those specific details. One of the details that I always use to actually sell, but also to make the connection to whoever I'm talking to, whether it's the bride or the groom or both of them or the parents, is that my wife and I had to eat our dinner out of styrofoam containers in the hotel afterwards because we were too busy talking to so many people. We didn't get a chance to eat our dinner at our wedding. So some of the things I tell people is like, if you need a pizza, you need a six pack of beer on the way to the wedding or something, you want me to stop and grab that, I'll grab that for you. If you want me to 
keep people away from your table so you can actually take 20 to 30 minutes and actually eat your dinner. I will be your bodyguard. <laughs> I'll stand there. You know, whatever you guys need in order to have the day that you imagine, uh, then I'll be that for you. I'll, I'll go that extra mile or I'll provide that extra service. And so that's always been really helpful. But, but getting back to your point, like, you know, you're talking about getting some of these sites where you would advertise. There's two sites that I use for advertising, and it's really only these two that I actually pay for. And they're Gig Salad and Gig Masters. And that's where I would say 75% of our leads come from is from those two sites because people are already on there looking for specialized entertainment or specialized services in those things. And I'm sure that would be a good starting place for you. You know, I've tried Wedding Wire, I've tried The Knot. I've actually had a lot of difficulty with The Knot uh, <laughs> trying to get into the wedding side of things. But I found that if you just have a quality website and you have some kind of exposure on either gigsalad.com or gigmasters.com, you can draw people to your own site and they'll contact you if they like you. And you just got to give them something they like. You have to answer their questions before they ask them. Uh, that's something that we do very, very well at orlandodoolingpiano.com. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I'd never heard of Gigsalad or Gigmasters, so I'll definitely be checking those out. And um. I just recently started using Thumbtack. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Yep, I'm on Thumbtack as well. And I have a very excellent business coach. I worked with him for about a month just to try to get my feet wet a little bit. And he gave me so much stuff to do that I had to stop coaching with him for a little while just to get caught up. <laughs> uh, but he's, uh, he's one of the job. guys at Internet Business Mastery, Jason Van Orden. He is a very smart businessman. And uh, some of the things that he told me was how to curate some of these relationships between the brides and grooms and their wedding planners and ultimately become a consultant for both parties to make sure that all the ducks get lined in the row. Because obviously you've been at weddings, you've done weddings. Sometimes things aren't lining up the way they're supposed to. Sometimes yeah. things don't happen exactly at the same time that it says so on the piece of paper that you've got. And <laughs> any way that you can help curate those things or move that stuff along and keep people on the timeline and make sure that they're getting things done. Like if there's many times we go to a wedding and it's a buffet and nobody's there to release the tables. So they say, Oh, you're going to do that. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. surprise. Did not know. And so we have to come up with fun, interesting ways to when there's 200 people and they've been waiting 45 minutes to go get dinner, <laughs> how to make it fun for them and interesting for them. So any way that you can just provide as much value as you can when you are at the gig, that's going to be helpful to you as well. But, um, yeah, definitely have a site that's, uh, going to answer some questions for people. Just answer the questions for them and make it so easy for them to want to work with you that they just, without thinking about it, come to you and make it easy for you to collect money and do the gig. John, I wanted to ask you a question. So in Matt's case, do you think it'd be helpful if he had a video that uh, is kind of like testimonials where people say, yeah, we, you know, they shot everything and then they showed it, everybody the video right there. Like, do you think that would be something that would be helpful? Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually need that myself. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need to get the, those video testimonies. People love to hear what other people have to say about your service because they've used it. So anytime you can get that, that's really helpful. Something that's been helpful for us is actually getting Facebook reviews on our Facebook page. And Facebook has become a pay-to-play playground, sort yeah. of, so to speak, where you have to buy mm -hmm. ads in order to get people to your page. But the thing is, if you have a link on your site that goes to your page and they can see that there's all these verified actual Facebook reviews from people who are on Facebook, they're real people, that gives a little bit more credibility to it as well, rather than just having them on your website. If, the, if you have testimonials on your website and they match up to your Facebook page word for word, then you're solid. But I think 
creating a video of, you know, just asking people what they thought of having that video done so quickly, which sounds absolutely amazing. I was sitting here thinking, how the hell does he do that? Uh, that's, that's a really fast <laughs> no turnaround. That's, that's yeah. very impressive. And if you can actually shoot the ceremony and then have it playing at the reception, that's awesome, man, because people are going to want to see that kind of thing. So if you can get their reactions to that, even if they're just candid, authentic reactions, I think that would be super helpful to you to have in your own video collection that you put on your own site or that you put on one of these other sites that lets you showcase your videos. And that's an idea, like, because we do record their reaction whenever they're watching the same day edit. So maybe if I could reach out to the people that we've done same day edits for and just get them to even record an interview, even at their home, because a lot of the weddings I do, I'm in Charleston, South Carolina, a lot of them are destination weddings. So they're not in Charleston. So I can't just go over to their house and shoot their testimony. So right. if I just get them in front of a computer to record them giving the testimony on camera, you know, and just put that to their reaction of their same day edit and just put that on my homepage. Like you said, that might be good social proof right there. Well, you know what else you could do, Matt, is you could bring Jared to one of these. Give him a phone with a camera on it and just have him walk around shooting people because he took a lot of great video. He was doing a live broadcast on Periscope when we were out on this uh, mini cruise ship thing down in Fort Lauderdale. And it was really cool. It, you know, it, That was his way of providing a little extra value for us because we brought him along on the trip. So he was like, well, here, let me help you out by shooting some video for you and taking some pictures and stuff. And, and I guarantee – you bring a guy like that along, people are going to have a lot more fun because he's just a fun guy to be around. But you, I mean, yeah, like you, you have your monitor <laughs> set up where people are coming up and they're watching the video. They're watching the same day edit. And you can just have him with an iPhone shooting them, getting their raw reactions. And then you can ask them, hey, would, would you be OK with us getting, you know, just your response? You know, would you like to share some thoughts of this? And you can edit it up anyway, creatively to make it yeah. make sense. But I think that's a really fantastic idea. We did a thing where we needed a video to showcase what we were doing with the dueling piano stuff. And uh, Jared's idea was, well, ask the bride and groom if they would like a free wedding video so you can just bring your own videographers. And I think we didn't spend very much money on our video and the quality of it shows. So I may be talking to you about that. <laughs> it's good. Oh, yeah. It's good enough, though. It's good for, enough. We, yeah. It was better than what we had, which was nothing. And it was in a really odd location, which made it really unique to begin with. But we were able to put it together, get it ready for a wedding expo, and people still see that video. That's still the featured video on our website, and it shows what we do, and it explains in pretty good detail about what we do. But it was a good trade-off because we weren't just interrupting this couple's wedding. We were, we were providing them an extra service free of charge in order for us to be able to get the material that we needed. They were totally cool with it. I don't even know if we actually gave them the video, to be honest with you. I don't think they ever asked for it. But we got so, what we so you lied to them. Yeah, no, I didn't lie to them, just never finished what we started, I would say. <laughs> but I mean, it worked out because they still absolutely refer us to so many people. We actually have a regular yearly commitment now with one of the sheriff's office that they're a part of for their holiday parties. So, you know, we've gotten referrals from them. They, they love this because we over-delivered for them. Uh, John, how are you organically, or maybe organic's not the word, but how are you getting Facebook reviews or encouraging those? I follow up after the event, usually seven to 14 days, because most of the time, brides and grooms are leaving for their honeymoon. But if it's a, but if it's a corporate event, seven days is fine. And you just, you know, like I have a template that I use, a pre-written email that just says, hey, thank you so much for the opportunity to serve. We had a great time. Your group was a lot of fun. Could we ask a favor? And I think I used the subject line of, uh, you know, follow up. Could we ask a favor or something along those lines? And uh, I would say 
eight out of 10 times people respond. And you just give them a link and you show them what to do and they do it. It's really, really simple. And even if all they do is give us a Facebook review, that's perfect. That's all we absolutely needed. But I also provide a survey to let them judge how we did. And sometimes they fill that out. Sometimes they don't. But they're on Facebook, so it's fun for them to give a review, you know, especially if you see that they've given reviews for other things, other businesses, then that's a great way to see that they're going to actually be able to provide a little extra value and just a little extra insight. That's good stuff. Hey, Matt, do you have any other uh, questions you want to ask John or uh, what's we'll to wrap up here? I don't think so. Not off the top of my head, but I'll, I'll definitely uh, I'll be thinking of some, be contacting you in the future. And like you said, contact me about doing a video for you. I'd love to come down, you know, shoot something awesome for you and get you some more business. Well, and keep in mind, I really don't know what I'm talking about because I've just been learning <laughs> as I've been going for the last year. I mean, like I'm, I'm really nobody. <laughs> but that seems to be working though. Joe. Yeah. If it's working, <laughs> keep it up. <laughs> you keep trying until you find something and uh, bringing up the IBM guys again, but they, on their show that they had this past week, they were saying there's either two things you got to do in business. You either got to be super passionate about what you're doing or you got to be really good at business. You just got to get really good at the aspects of business, and that will keep you motivated to keep going. And I think over the past year, I'm already passionate about music, but I think getting better at the aspects of business is what has fueled me to keep pushing this forward. You know, when you keep seeing deposits come in or checks come in the mail, that's a big sign to say, hey, you're doing something right. So just keep going. Keep doing that until you figure out how to do that even better. Well, John, congratulations, man. And and I'm excited to hear about, you know, you've got a few more months left in that contract, but to see you're already got the plan in place and you already got the proof of concept and you already have enough business to justify you being able to step away in June. I think that's just a, a huge thing. Congratulations. And Matt, again, I want people to really appreciate <laughs> Uh, what you've been able to accomplish with your video stuff. If people go over to podcastcruise.com, they can check out the video that you did on the cruise and showed on the last day uh, with that fast editing stuff that you do. Guys, just thank you so much for taking time to be on the show today. Hey, thank you, Jared. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I love talking to you. Anytime we get a chance to talk to you. <laughs> that was a great time. So much fun. Yeah. And John and Matt, I'm gonna, uh, we'll start with John. We'll, we'll close with Matt. Uh, if you have any final thoughts. No, <laughs> I don't. I think, I think I've said everything. <laughs> I think, yeah, just, I think that what the guys, the IBM guys said is either be really passionate about what you're doing or just get good at business and you'll find that motivation. Just keep plugging away. You know, batters go up to bat and they hit the ball three out of 10 times to get a 300 batting average. But that's huge. That's a really good average. You got to keep going to bat and you got to keep trying and you have to be open to adjusting things. And uh, that's where I found my success. That's good. What about, what about you, man? Any yeah, final thoughts? I mean, I, I want to resonate with that because, you know, doing something over and over again, that's how I got to the point where I could do these videos in a day and turn around and show them at the wedding. I just did it over and over. I couldn't do that when I first started by far, you know, just doing it over and over again and practice. And uh, yeah. Well, gentlemen, that embodies Star of the Doubt. So again, thank you both. Have a great <laughs> weekend and I appreciate you taking time to be on the show. Hey, before you, before you hang up, Jared, I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Did you know that Delaware was the first state? I did not know that. I was not Delaware of that until last week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> John's parting thoughts yeah. in this first episode was to tell <laughs> bad jokes. This. I got to throw a bad joke in once in a while. You know, that's the only way it works. And I love all the bad jokes I've been hearing on Star of the Dallas lately, too. So. Oh, yeah. yeah we, we've told some Christmas bad yeah, jokes. Yeah, I just got done listening to that there. episode. <laughs> uh, and I'm thrilled we can still be okay, friends. I got one for you. Close out. What do you call a fish with no eyes? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Classy John's going to be telling that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get my corny joke in there too. <laughs>
Yeah, that, well, we can tell good. bad jokes for another hour, but I'm, I know you're trying to keep these episodes a little shorter. So go yeah. ahead. <laughs> well, I'm not editing out the bad jokes. That's <laughs> Yay. Yay. Bad joke day. You know, it started with the idea of hope and the idea of possibility. And that it started from meeting you. So, yeah. You're ultimately responsible for my success.